Welcome to Beautifully Bloomed, the podcast where we explore how to break you out of the box of rules and beliefs that are holding you back from the life you're meant to live. I'm your host, Rebecca Turvo. Join me as I share mindset tools, coaching conversations, and human design to help you uncover your unique gifts and create the life, relationships, and business you desire. So for nearly 15 years, Michelle has worked for the world's largest medical device company, Medtronic, as a sales representative in the neuromodulation pain division. In 2017, she became a certified coach and now not only continues in her sales role capacity at the highest level ever, but she also coaches women in the industry who struggle finding the balance that works for them between excelling in their career but without the stress and overwhelm so they can do more of what they want. She especially loves helping people just getting started in the industry. So welcome, Michelle. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. Okay. So before we get started, I want to talk about how you and I met. So when do you remember about us meeting? I remember we met in Karen's group who you've previously had on also. She had a retreat I was not able to actually make it. It was a last minute. It was a death of a friend's family member. So I was not able to make that, but you were all so nice to make sure I had information sent back to me from that. And then it was shortly after that, we met when we actually started in her mastermind. Yeah. So I think it was like the end of 2019 is when we met. So we've kind of been connected through that group for a while. (laughs) And so that's been fun. And so then what I remember about you is there's so many times when you're, you weren't able to come to calls. Why? Like, why is it? Tell us about your crazy job schedule. That's so interesting about you. What is that? exactly the reason why. Yeah. So I never really know my schedule until the day before it happens. And Mm -hmm. oftentimes I was either in a case because I'm in the operating room with the doctors and patients, or if we have night meetings or dinner referral meetings, things of that nature, I wouldn't be able to make it. But it was always so nice to go back on the weekends and to be able to watch the replay because I still yeah. felt like I was there with you guys. And I <laughs> love watching, especially you. Mm-hmm. You stood out from how you changed through that time frame mm-hmm. of like kind of things that you talked about in your energy. And then yeah. and then how much you like seem to like really like just get so energized, I guess is the word I think of. Oh, I do get energized. <laughs> yes, there's a lot of energy going on over here. Um, but it's what's fun is that we all have that we all bring our own type of energy, right? So I think that's kind of a fun thing in these kind of groups, because we can feed off of that for each other and get some good lessons and transformations. Oh my gosh. Um, but I'm like, so this is something that's interesting. How many people does this kind of job work for, right? Obviously, like you don't have any kids. <laughs> I'm just like, to not know my schedule until a day ahead of time, that would not work for me. Like, that's like, how do you make this work for you? Like in real life? It really was probably my biggest learning curve with this job. The first year I, because I did not come from a clinical background. So I have my master's degree in public communication. Many times people who are used to this type of schedule are the doctors or the nurses or people that actually work in that clinical capacity. But for me, It really was a lot of coaching because back in 2017, when I went to get certified for coaching at that time, I was ready to leave because I thought I can't keep doing this. This is crazy. And I, there's gotta be something more to life. But then what happened was 
I learned all the coaching tools and instead of leaving, I implemented them. And now I have a total different mindset on how my schedule runs. It's also not doing as many things as I think I should be doing versus like what is really important here and what is Mm. more of what I want to do. So now I feel like when I see people struggling in the industry, I'm like, let me help you. <laughs> and that's why you're doing the program you're doing now, right? Because I was reading that in the in the intro. It's like, oh, she's helping other sales. What yeah. do you call yourselves? Do you call yourself a salesperson? Or, or a device rep. A device rep, like yeah. <laughs> one. And you know yeah. what? I know, you know why I kind of clarify that? Because I think there are sales jobs that are just much more conducive to people's schedules. So yeah. I think when you're a device rep, you know, like if you're stuck in the OR late, it also comes down to really having a supportive family, right? Like yeah. there are women who have kids, but they have family members and help that really get them. So I think it's just a matter of figuring out, yeah, how it's going to work for you. Yeah. So I love what you said about going to, you found these coaching tools. Cause what you thought is I'm just going to go be a certified coach. Now <laughs> I'm just going to mm-hmm. leave my job. Cause it's just not working anymore. And I'm just going to be a certified coach. And then when you found out how to use the tools in your life, you yeah. decided, actually, I really like my job. Everything so, changed like so yeah. much changed because I think yeah. for years, I just wanted to be a really good rep, fly under the radar and just stay quiet, play small and do my thing, help my patients, help my doctors. Then with coaching, I was like, wait a second, I could actually step more into this and become more of a leader. And then working with you and human design, like all of it started to come together. And now I have more leadership roles. Like I've made more money than years past. And (laughs) I put myself out there for promotional opportunities. Like it's so different. That's crazy. So it's kind of like, sometimes we have this idea of what success looks like, and it doesn't feel like we're on the path of what that is. Right. Yes. But just a change, just a shift. And it has also changed, right? Because think back then I was like, I can't possibly do anything more. I don't have any time. Mm -hmm. And now I still have the same job. I've stepped into more leadership opportunities. I have my coaching practice and like, I've never felt more at peace. It's crazy. (laughs) Yes. You, and you, so this is funny too, because I know you're a generator type and, and we'll talk a little bit more about that later, but it's like, when you feel frustrated, this is your signal that something is off. So what I'm thinking happened for you is you were feeling frustrated. So you went to the life coach school, you got certified, you're like, I am going to quit this, I'm going to leave. And then you heard the you found out these mindset tools, you started using them on yourself. And you didn't like you, you learned how to manage the frustration or to find other ways, right of feeling successful, maybe. Yeah. Too, something that you said early on was like, I feel best when I'm doing things that energize me and that yes. are important to me. And yeah. I think not dwelling on the negative parts of the job, like really finding all of the great aspects of it and then incorporating the coaching just kind of piled on little by little. And then yeah. that gets me energized. Yeah. Like being in the energy of doing something that lights you up. So even if it it's at a job, so it sounds to me like you have really been on that generator path of mastering this thing and you really like it and you are really good at it and you really, it does light you up. But then when the roadblocks come in is when you don't 
like feel like you can manage your schedule or when you feel overwhelmed, right? And thoughts like, like I should be more productive. Things shouldn't yeah. be happening this way. Like that's what I had to kind of drop and just really accept like this is the way the schedule is. And then start incorporating things that I could do if I was delayed or if I was the case was running late, like I would just bring in more work. I could do stuff from the coaching business and really be able to utilize. So it didn't feel like I was just sitting around doing nothing because that drives me crazy. (laughs) Yeah. Well, that's that because as a generator too, you have the sacral energy. So you have this energy and you want to keep using it. And so we get bored. Literally us sacral beings were like, I just don't want to sit around twiddling my thumbs Then, like, quote, resting. For me, I call it active rest. Can you say that? That yeah. was so helpful when yeah. you said that to me, because people yeah. will always tell me, just relax. You need to relax. Yeah. And I'm like, relaxing is not relaxing. But when you <laughs> suggested, like, no, sometimes I read or sometimes I draw right. or sometimes I, and I was like, it's, wait, that's okay. Yes. <laughs> Because this is what human design teaches us. It gives you permission. And you said this in your form, gives you totally gives you permission to be yourself. I love that because there's so many things we judge about ourselves. So like you had all these shoulds. Oh, I must be failing. I should be doing this. I should, right? But guess what? So why do you have to do any of it? (laughs) Yeah. And to your point about the time management too, I think a lot of time is wasted telling myself or was wasted, I should be doing something different. I should be doing this differently as opposed to just accepting it and being. Yeah. It takes up a lot of space in our brain, right? That the, all of the thoughts that we think and we're judging the judgment and the most lot of judgment on ourselves. What if this is literally how I'm designed to be? And what if this is the way I bring my best gifts to the world? What, like, wouldn't that be amazing? Like we can just live into that. Yeah. (sighs) So I think the part of that is like, you take that layer of judgment out and then what can you bring in? Like, then you can step into where your power and strength is. And that for me, when you started talking about that, I was like, wait a second. And I think one other thing that you had mentioned, really getting clear on who you are or your human design is a lot of times when you're in sales, people think, oh, you must be an extrovert. You're so outgoing. You're in sales. But for me, I love to like be by myself. I love to do my work in my office. Maybe the dog can come in, but like, (laughs) I am not, I think you use the example of, do you prefer going to Starbucks and sitting there and doing your work Mm -hmm. or in your car? I sit in the parking lot of the Starbucks. <laughs> yeah. I'll take the coffee, but I don't want all of the stuff around me. So yeah. And like, that's okay. It, it is. And when I, I'm looking at your chart right now, as we're talking, like your single definition. So that's kind of what I, when I tell people, whether they're single or split, I think the people who aren't single definition, they have more of this wanting they need that connection sometimes to connect their energy together, their energy centers. Mm-hmm. So that's part of you is that your single definition. The other part of you is you're a six two, the two line, right? You're a six two and your two line is like, like that hermit energy that like, Oh, I just want to be by myself. <laughs> <laughs> but I think the six, the six two is like a Tony Robbins, right? It Tony Robbins is six two. That's the, yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, I mean, there's the three phases of life with the six. So I think you're in the second phase, you're supposed to be up on the roof. It's, it is an interesting thing to discuss when we start getting into the personality profile part of human design. I'm super fascinated with it. I feel like it's one of the basics we should all know about our human design, because it's so, 
helpful. It's where you shine the brightest. Knowing that, like when you say that, it allowed me, or when you said that, it allowed me to step into being more of a leader at work also Mm -hmm. and saying to some of the younger people, like, I can help you. Not thinking, oh, this is what I should do. I should stay quiet. I should do this. And I'm like, no, no, no. My human design is to share this. And you probably in your life have felt this need to be bigger, but then you somehow shut it down with your brain. Like, mm-hmm. no, Good. just do this. Good. Right. And really what I say I should is when I first started in this job, one of the reps who had been here for years said, just fly under the radar, just be a really good rep and fly under the radar. And so exactly. for years, that's what I thought I should be doing, Ugh. right? Helping my my doctors and my patients keeping the blinders on, but really what I prefer is like helping new people and training yeah. them and showing them new ways to do things. And that's, that's what gets me jazzed up. Well, right. And that's the thing. You're not in your energy when you're not feeling lit, lit up. So when you are trying to stay in your lane and, and oh. nope, I'm just supposed to be doing it this way. Then you had this feeling inside that it was like, Oh, I need to find a different profession. I think I'll go be a life coach. <laughs> Right? Isn't that how it goes? So like, sometimes you're in the right place, but you're with the maybe the wrong thoughts wrong or, or, or for you, like the thoughts are not working, right? The beliefs aren't working. You're out of alignment with your energy. That's it. And I think for people listening, they really need to pay attention to that when there's that little thing in the back of your head, that's like questioning, like Mm -hmm. pay attention to that. Exactly. Why do we ignore this? So in human human design is a perfect example of teaching us how to listen to our body. Because we all have the different ways of knowing and for you, you have the sacral authority, which is the gut response, right? So do you now after you went through the human design, and you understand like who you are, do you feel that gut response now more? I think I feel it more, yeah. but I think it's still an area that I need to work on because there's I a lot so long. I did not when you said something about trusting your gut, I was like, what <laughs> is that what I'm supposed to do? Yes. Others for so much, so many of yes. the answers, right? Like what I should do for approval when you say exactly. trusting your gut. Yeah. And so that gut thing was probably part of the thing that was rising up in you too. Like, Hey, something is off here. Like I don't feel good here. Right. But then you just kind of ignore it. And your brain says, yeah, but so-and-so said I should be yeah, doing this. And so I am I'm doing the should stuff, right? That's our brain. Can we get out of our brain and into our body? Like, that's the question for all of us, right? And that's the words. So when I yeah. first started, and they talk about getting your niche, and I listened to what some of the teachers said I should do, like, what would be a exactly. good idea? It didn't feel right. And it really wasn't until my work with Amanda and Karen was really the one who said, what about your work at Medtronic, like, why are you not having them as your largest client? And I was like, well, wait, well, I'm not sure. Is that really a possibility? And that's when that started shifting. So again, it was not what I thought I should do, but it really is where I love to place my energy. And you, yeah. So you found the coaching within the job you already were in. Like, you're like, oh, I could marry these two together. And I thought I had to keep these so separate. And, and you can see for years how I first started. And it was very like, on the weekends, I'm a coach. And during the week, I'm trying now, like, come on in everybody. That is so such a great takeaway lesson from this conversation too, is both you and I 
have, and I think so many women do this, we get stuck in boxes, right? And we're trying to create the success from an external source that told us the way it's supposed to be, regardless of who it is, right? All the coaches and programs, and they have their system, and we try to follow the system. Yes. And as you say that, it makes me think about your interview with like Tracy Bianco and the checklist life. And yeah. is that also in part when you talk about boxes, like we're so used to checking the boxes mm-hmm. and we compartmentalize our life and like, yeah, wow, so crazy. <laughs> yeah. And, and we do that just like, I think as women wanting to be successful, right? We're okay. Well, this is how it is to be successful. And a lot of us are trying to follow this masculine model over there, this male masculine, nothing wrong with the masculine energy, but we need to bring in some of that feminine. How can we bring those together in a way that works for us as women? You know, it's, it's a different way of looking at it for sure, because I am totally left brain, totally logical, left brain, a lot of masculine qualities in the way my brain works. However, what I've recognized is I am better off when I'm actually in the flow of my energy too, right? You have to bring in both sides. And so the boxes are that masculine structure. That's what the boxes are, the masculine structure. We need some of that, but we need to also make it our way. Like, how do we make it our way? Not just go with the masculine structure. Yeah, and it's interesting that because in my women's employee um, resource group that we're part of, we talk about how oftentimes women will not step up to go for a promotion until they think they check all the boxes where exactly. men are like, yeah, sure. Put me in. Wait, what was oh, yeah. the opportunity again? <laughs> so before we go, because I love that we had this whole, this was so fun about the human design conversation. Also, I wanted to ask you, so why did you come into the bloom group? Like what was, what were you curious about with that? You know, I think it was, your transformation, like watching Mm. you and see the difference in your energy. I was like, there's something to this. (laughs) Really, when you stepped into talking about how you were loving all the things that you were doing, and I could just see it, like I could see it, I could feel it. And I thought I should really check this out. And I was totally into like years ago, I have been into astrology and Mm. psychics and all sorts different things. might be something to this and the whole idea of learning like really what you're meant to be doing here as opposed to what you should be doing and what yeah what you've been taught the other thing I want to talk about before we leave is where can people find you if they are somebody who's interested in your work which is about teaching people to balance women to balance their life right it's about So I can, um, I'm on the socials, Michelle Burke coaching and also michellebergcoaching.com and Burke is B-O-U-R-Q-U-E. So it's not exactly spelled the way it sounds. (laughs) Right. And I'll put the link to that in the show notes too. So everybody can get there. Thank you so much for coming. This was super fun. Thank you. It was such a pleasure. If you enjoy listening to this podcast, please go subscribe so that you get notified of all the future goodies that are coming along. While you're there, please leave me a review and let me know what you think. So excited to share this with you and can't wait to talk to you next time. Bye.